If you've got a little story you need to share, pull up a chair, he'll listen. Despite of the name and despite of the logo, there's definitely no knitting on this show. Called Good Good Yarns. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Good Yarns. It is your storytelling podcast. Each week, I sit down with a brand new guest uh, who shares an interesting, uh, outrageous, or sometimes just quite funny story um, from their life. Only a few more apps left before we take a bit of a break over the uh, summer period so that I can chill the fuck out. Um, and then we'll be back with some more stories next year. Uh, it is a bit late, but if you are listening to this episode and you are in Brisbane Thursday night, um, there is going to be a live show with Ree Down and Ben Knight. That'll be one of our apps as well. I'll cut that little bad boy up um, for you guys to hear another live app. We'll see how many we do next year. I'm going to be turning my focus a bit to... Uh, Shad and Pete Save the World, which we have shown you a preview of in previous episodes. Uh, that's going to be coming out in January as a podcast as well. If you don't know much about it, it is a live show that I do with Peter James, who does our intro for Good Yarns, very talented man, where you basically come to a show, put your problems in a bucket, and uh, we solve them with our comedy friends. Uh, 100% success rate, very cooked, very loose, very crazy show. It's going to be on the road next year, so we've... Um, decided to turn into a bit of a podcast form. So more on that in the new year, but that's what's going to be happening in the new year when there's a little bit of a break from this pod. Uh, big shout-outs to all our Patreon subscribers that are jumping on, contributing a bit of coin to the Coffee and Beer Fund. Thank you very much. Um, it's been a fun potty doing it so far this year, but it's nice to get a little bit get a little bit in the old bank account so I can buy a couple of bevs during the Australian summer. Um, and always hit us up at Good Yarns Pod or on my socials at Wicked Shad. If you've got a story, something crazy happened to you, even if over the break something happens to you, hit us up and we can probably get your story on the pod. Uh, this week's episode is with a mate of mine. He is a uh, comic. He's also a radio announcer. Um, he's in Coffs Harbour at the moment. His name is Ben Stevenson. I met Ben during my time in uh, Adelaide in uh, Darwin. Um, when I was doing my first radio gig, Ben moved up from Melbourne. Um, I started doing comedy with him in Darwin, and we kind of kept in touch since. And the story he shares with us is it involves a meth head, it involves puppies, and it involves one of my favorite and loosest places in Australia, Darwin, in the Northern Territory. Um, he gives you a quick headline to kick off the story, so I will stop here and let you enjoy yet another good yarn. Please, if you're keen to contribute because you love the stories, Hit us up on our Patreon. All the links are in the bio, including Ben's socials. Enjoy. No, I, I'm not sure if you were even... You probably weren't in Darwin at the time, but I once had a meth head try and break into the radio station right. to give me a dog. It's pretty much the headline of the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... You you know what Darwin's like in terms of just complete nutballs. Yeah. It's where all the fugitives go. It, it's all the, the people country. from Adelaide who have warrants yeah. come to Darwin to get away from things. And everybody kind of just looks cooked in general, but are mostly normal. So you kind of get used to just... I mean, they're copping it. Very early on, Darwin is copping it. You know, I've got, you look, you, I love Darwin. We all love Darwin. But it is, you know, it's, I think, you know what I, my big thing about Darwin is, is I say this to a lot of people, I'm like, um, a reason why Darwin is so fascinating to me mm. is uh, it's got like the parliament houses right in the city. 
Yeah. Right? And also Darwin is pretty much, I don't count Catherine, is pretty much <laughs> the only city town until you get to Alice Springs. Yeah. In the entire territory. I mean, there's so, like there's Tennant Creek as well. Don't discount. <laughs> uh, but like, I'm honestly, like, you know. It's, you don't count. They like people. <laughs> people went all that way. They got to the top, and yeah. they just went. Well, we're not fucking going back. So. The fact that nothing else has been built between the two of you is like you really. It's really just yeah. someone's property. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's it's not a town. So like th- the fact that there's this little microcosm in there, and then that the it's like it's got these cooked people that you see all about in the news that yeah. drive their cars into the croc infested waters at exactly. low tide and get stuck. All that shit kind of happens. But then because the Parliament House is there, the politicians are celebrities. <laughs> and because it's a small town, the guy that owns the furniture shop is also a celebrity, <laughs> right? <laughs> I forgot about the guy who owns the furniture What is that, Carla? Is it Carla's furniture? Carla, or so? Carla Furnishings. Carla Furnishings, <laughs> yeah. That guy is a, is a legit celeb. Like, he's a, like, people will see him on the street he gets and be stopped like, on oh, the street. He does. Carla! Right? Like, they love him. And then, the, like, that, you think about all that, you go, oh, what a bunch of weirdos. But then the nice sweet side is the biggest, the biggest social events on the Darwin calendar mm. are mostly charity events. Oh, yeah. Like the Starlight Ball, the Ronald McDonald House, even though they don't have a Ronald McDonald yeah. House. Like, all of those are their biggest kind of, like, events yeah. to go and get blind at. Yeah. So it's almost like they balance out their cookness with donating to charity, which it's, I can get around. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, but it's just, it's one of those places where anything goes. Like it is yeah. just – and it's you, you travel all around and you, you get to certain cities and there are people who are like a bit standoffish. Darwin's yeah. just like, whatever. Except, None of us are from here. We're all on the run. Except in the build-up. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody's just – When it gets too hot with no rain, then everyone really, fucking hates everyone. Really angry. Yeah. Um, or as a great Pete Davies used to call it, the um, the last frontier of Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much what That's it was. pretty much it. Yeah. That's where we are. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. There's there was this dude that I had like just ran into because it's that small town vibe of oh you know I've, I know your face and I've seen you before. Yeah. And uh, the kind of people that turn up to radio events, mm-hmm. they sometimes you just get the odd like real character who's just yeah. like wants to know the radio equipment like they're peering over the desk like, oh what does that button do what is it also you know we should well, clarify here you were on radio there at I was the on radio along with yeah. me yeah and the, <laughs> the issue with those kind of when you do a remote broadcast so you you know you'll be at your Harvey Norman you'll be at your Carla Furnishings <laughs> yeah where he's <laughs> staring at you um, is you you can't leave so you kind of have to entertain whoever comes up and stands at the desk yeah you're like a glorified receptionist for yeah, like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And there was this one dude who used to just pop up every so often and he thought that, like, he just decided that we were friends. Like, he just, he... Because he's heard you on the radio? Yeah, he made the decision that it's like, I hear you all the time and you say stuff that I agree with, so we're mates. And I I didn't really get a choice in it. So he'd, every so often we'd run into each other and he'd he'd try and talk to me. That's kind of one of the sweet, but, like, it can go one or two ways in radio, can't it? Like, they can either be the kind of... Nice mums, yeah. Or... Like the nice mum is like, oh my god, how's your like, how's your dog going? Yeah, oh, yeah. How's your partner going? <laughs> and then the other one can be like, yeah, we're like we're the best friends. You and I are like best mates. I like the songs you play. I hear the the messages in them. <laughs> can I sniff your hair? <laughs> <laughs> but there was this for a while. There, there, there was this long running joke that I was clucky for a dog. 
Like it just became okay. part of the show where you know people would, would call and I'd want to get to know to know their dog more than them. And right. And it was just one of those running jokes of like, oh yeah, Ben wants a dog. There was a prank it played on me at one point where uh, the rest of the announcers for my birthday brought in a uh, the, like a dog crate. Like we got you a pet because you've been going on about it, it was a fishbowl <laughs> just to wind me up. <laughs> Um, and so it just it just became this running joke. And then there was one day where we were on air and we were in a song break and someone just came, popped their head into the studio and said, uh, do you guys have an interview guest? And it's, you know, it was one of those stations where like people would just say, oh yeah, come in and do an interview with the guys. And Yeah, so let's just describe for everyone the Darwin radio station. So it's... Uh, the, the probably the only building to survive Cyclone Tracy. Yeah, that's its claim to fame, <laughs> which is my favourite thing that they'd say when people would arrive. But did it survive? Did well, it? it's kind of like maybe it shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> it's got four different types of carpet on the walls, if I remember right. We part of part of the story is we just had a refurb done. We oh. just had. Yeah, they'd like they've ripped out all the the old uh, sort of windows and and those weird some makeshift panel doors. The parts that didn't survive. Brand, yeah. brand new carpets and everything. Oh right. Um, and and the way it works is there's two stations in the building, mm. and we kind of like right up the back, and then like a middle bit, so a middle corridor, and then the I guess the part where all the announcers get together and, and prepare their shows, like the office part which is a bit disconnected. And that's where interview guests normally hang out right. before they go in. So there's a couch and everything. and So I, I was told, oh, yeah, you guys have an interview guest. And uh, so I've gone out because we didn't have anyone booked, but it's one of those things that... It's Carla from Carla it's, Furnishes. Yeah, like, like, the, <laughs> like it, sometimes in radio, like the sales rep will say, oh, you go and have a chat to them and sort of the email won't make it around to you. And you go, oh, sure, we, we'll find a spot for you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm walking out going, who... Who we were talking to today, and I kind of I I stop in the hallway, and it it felt like something out of a horror movie, because there was a I just saw a guy and I recognised the hair straight away because it was the dude that, that would always run into me at OBs. He had this like weird sort of spiky on top, but then a kind of mullet as well. So it was it wasn't the normal mullet on on top haircut. Okay, it was like. It was weird, but I, I spotted him like straight a, Like away. I'm trying to picture like, like a like a Joe Dirt style mullet. No, no, not not, not a good mullet. Like oh. one of those. Um, Is that a good mullet? Yeah, one that, <laughs> you, you know, like the football player mullet. The one. Oh, that's, I see. The one that your mates have just shaved. Yeah, the edges. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Uh, Andrew Fafita had that for yes. a bit for anyone who's a league fan. That yeah, a, yeah. That exact haircut, but then another haircut on top just to mix things. Right. Up. And <laughs> couldn't decide. <laughs> <laughs> But short back and sides <laughs> and a mullet, thanks. Short, yeah, short back and everywhere except for up here. And he's, yeah, he's in the corridor and I just remember him turning slowly like he was like a villain from a horror movie. And it was the first time I'd obviously seen him either on meds or off meds, but his eyes were just massive. The I like how it could huge. be either. Yeah, I don't, like I don't like it's either either he was supposed to be on drugs and he wasn't, or he so, wasn't. On so every time you've seen him, <laughs> hasn't had his pupils dilated. But who knows if he was on I, or off? I don't know because he was still really weird. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just he's turned and and he smiled at me and he spotted me and then I've seen 
what he's been pushing like a pram down the corridor. What the? F- yeah. Who is this guy? I, I, I don't know, but he is. He spotted me, and he's turned the pram, and it's it wasn't like a new pram. It was like I, I like an antique style one, whereas like a big tray. Oh, like ones from the horror movies. Yeah, like uh, the like the one from uh, Batman Returns. Right, like the with the doily kind of thing yeah. around the edges and the and full like the, shell over. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. He, it was one of those, and he's turned it round in the corridor, and there's probably eight like puppies, eight dogs in the in the pram. In the pram. I mean, I know the dogs is probably the most alarming part of the story. <laughs> But there is a big part of me that's like, how the fuck and where did he get this pram? Well, yeah, Because exactly. it seems like a pretty fancy pram. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, like, I mean, the dogs, I understand where he could have got the dogs. Sure, some He's, of that puppies. Yeah. But where, like, there's a baby out there somewhere. <laughs> like, like, I hadn't even like, thought about that. That's now. a really good sounding pram. There is a... <laughs> There is a rich couple that have got a <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. They're now holding on to a mother dog. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's he's got this... This pram and he's spotted me, and he's gone Ben and I'm like I'm just yeah realize okay I'm gonna have a conversation with him. Do you him. know his name? No, no, <laughs> I don't. I, I never knew his name. Okay. Never knew his name. Never, never. But he's then tipped the the pram. No, 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 on no, its, no, no. Yeah, he's just like flipped it as if he was unloading, like as if it was a wheelbarrow, and he was just dumping a bunch of bricks or dirt. Now I'm even more concerned about the baby <laughs> that used to be in the pram. How did he get the baby? <laughs> These are his dogs. <laughs> the baby wasn't his. I hope not. And yeah, he's just tipped them all out onto the floor and just started going, I heard you wanted a dog. And I'm just thinking, like, Jesus Christ, what the hell is going on? And these dogs have just immediately spread out across the new carpet. Is this in the studio? Yeah, this is in like the, the I guess, the, the green room or whatever. The, okay. That part where all the announcers sit. And they've just... All at the same time, they have just started pissing. Like every single <laughs> one of them. <laughs> and so I'm just like, normally you'd grab one and you'd be like, ah, oh, no, no, get outside. But it's like, it's, I was just kind of, I was dumbfounded. I was just watching it all happen. And then the boss at the time, uh, his, his office was like within our office. So it was a little shut off part. Okay. And he's come walking out to see what was going on. Yeah. And he's just like, is this... Oh, isn't this guy a, a, an interview guest of yours or something? Like, yeah, around. yeah, I booked the, I booked the amazing <laughs> puppy guy. <laughs> but it, it's it, a circus of puppies to this. Yeah, he had walked right past him. Yeah, security seems to be top he, notch. He had seen him in the, in the office and just gone, oh, yeah, yeah, he's probably a guest <laughs> on one of the breakfast shows. <laughs> what kind of dogs were they? They. <laughs> Out of my cur- like, just curiosity. It was Darwin, so. Okay. Uh, I know they were half dingo Okay And half something else Yeah They were probably the cutest dogs I've ever seen Yeah And I wanted to take one home How many were there? There was probably about Probably eight or nine So the way he's tipped them out though He's almost been like I heard you wanted a dog Here's eight No he's He brought them all Because he wanted me to pick They're his dogs? Yeah Well So the backstory was He had Like a mother dog yeah, that would run off and apparently go and meet a dingo for like a hookup, right? And then come Classic back. Got a booty call, yeah. Yeah, and was ended up getting pregnant, and so then he had the mum dog, and then about eight other dingoes, right? That he 
God knows what they're doing now. Like that. Yeah. What possesses a person? So he got he got eight. He got a litter of dingoes, and he's mm. like, "This is exactly what my friend on the radio, Ben, who doesn't know my <laughs> name, but I see him for an icy cold can of coke mm. at every Harvey Norman. <laughs> he's gonna want one of these. Yeah, that that was that's what he decided, and he kept because he like he tipped them over, and they were fine because they were just puppies. They rolled over him, but then he would pick. He kept picking them up. And like, kind of lobbing them to me, be like, yeah, yeah. What about this That's one? That's a high stakes game. Like, <laughs> so I'm at, at the time when I'm realizing I need to. This guy is broken into the radio <laughs> station. I need to get him out whilst also handing back dogs that are <laughs> the cutest things I've ever seen. So I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I don't want this. I don't want. Any every time he, I would pass him up. So what's the boss doing? The, <laughs> like, like. Because you're supposed to be on air right now. Oh yeah, yeah. We this this is all taking place. <laughs> what song's on right now? Hey, what song is this happening during? This is, it's probably like it's like Katy Perry playing take, right now. Take by the Ocean is okay, probably yeah. entering its second verse. So that yeah, that the whole time that's in the back of my so mind. So Take by the Ocean is playing. We've just hit. You're ads. having dogs thrown at you. You're catching dogs, putting them on the floor. Hit list is coming going, up. Cake by the ocean. <laughs> And yeah, we, we, my boss is like kind of twigging that this person's not supposed to be here. And so he's just started like, like as if he's trying, like, this is the lead dog and he's like clapping. Oh, wait, got to go. You that, gotta, would, that would almost get. seem like he's clapping along to the to the catching display that's going on. It was, yeah, yeah, this is great. And this whole time I'm just like, would it, would it be so wrong if I took one of the dogs? Like, well, I think he's you brought, should. He's brought them all the way here. <laughs> He he's still gonna leave. In fact, he might leave quicker if I took a dog. That is true. I yeah. feel like if you do complete the transaction, he's probably gonna leave quicker. If just give him what he wants, and, and he has put in a lot of effort. I mean, he has gone and stolen a 1950s pram, <laughs> put his dogs into it, yep. and now made his way to the to the radio station. Mm. And from my memory of being in Darwin at the radio station, him having that many dogs, he wouldn't have lived nearby. No, because the main things near the radio station was a twenty-four hour hot food shop. He <laughs> he drove a car very similar to mine. Did he is, get a car that looked like yours? I, is this guy trying to be you, Ben? I don't. That's what weirds me out about the whole thing is that he. I think part of his attachment or part of his connection is that we drove the same car. Because right. I used to drive. It was a, a three hundred ZX, like it's an old Nissan sports car, which. There aren't many left because they don't really survive that long. And his version was like, a, it, there was more duct tape on it. Like it was a very, it was the kind of car that would belong to someone who would break into a, a radio mm. station. Like yeah, it, right. It was the Mad Max version of my car. See, part of me is thinking that maybe he only got the car because he found out that you drive the car. <laughs> he only got the dingo because he found out yeah. that I wanted, it was all for me. <laughs> yeah. The more I... <laughs> I mean, I, I, did you check your wardrobe after this encounter? Because I reckon some of your clothes are missing as well. Well, I, I did wake up one day and notice someone had tried to cut a mullet into the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so we we eventually got him out, like just by saying, "Oi, you got to go, you got to go," and, and we essentially clapped him out. Dude, well, he got to leave to a round of applause. He That's did, awesome. he did, and uh, and yeah, that was. It was actually the last I saw him, and I don't know what happened to the dogs. And you didn't well, take any of the dogs. I didn't. I held out, and I, 
I kind of regret it because it would have been a great story. As do story. I. It would have been a. It gr- would have been that origin story of that like, dog. Because I would have to tell that story every time yeah. someone asked what kind of dog it was. So what kind of dog was it? I don't know. It was given to me some funny. Kind of, yeah, some kind of junkie gave it to me. <laughs> And this was the last one. I, this was the one I dropped. This was the last <laughs> one to urinate on the carpet. 